You're listening to Breakaway Wealth, the show designed to help you build wealth faster, think bigger, and break out of the herd. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today, my good friend, Kimberly May. Welcome back. Not welcome back. Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you, Jim. It's an honor to be here on this beautiful day. So, Kimberly, I'm going to let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself here in a minute. But I met Kimberly a few years ago, and and I uh, did a program that she has that's uh, uh, surrounding something called heart math. And I got to tell you, in the very beginning, I'm normally skeptical of these kinds of things. But you explained it so well, and you explained the science behind it, and um, I don't always need science behind everything, or I wouldn't have the the belief system that I have. But, but also, you know, you just doing it and trying it, it worked really cool. So, first of all, thank you for that. And um, Kimberly, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I would love to. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, I am a life and wellness coach and licensed heart medical provider and a functional nutritional counselor. I'm trained in a lot of things just to help people with their health, well-being, and peace of mind. Um, I've worked in five different integrative health centers just to work closely with individuals who are helping people to be empowered to take control of their health and well-being and to look at what they can do to be calm and to be able to look at ways in which we can um, control our health and well-being and not be so reliant on, um, I don't want to say, well, you know, just that we have the power to work on our well-being and the choices we make every day. So, so I love being able to help people with that, to give them tools that they can use every day to be calm, be centered, and choose how they want to react to things. And it certainly has a lot to do with the information we put in our heads and our bodies, uh, the food that we take in, uh, and uh, the ways in which we, uh, the information we take in, you know, it's a big piece of it. So, Yeah, you know, we always, um, in this, uh, podcast with the strangest secret and if you've ever listened to or read the strangest secret it talks about you know what you put in your mind is like a, a a farm field and if you put poison in your mind or your bodies then guess what you get and if you put goodness in there and you put uh, uh something that's going to sustain you and make you feel good then guess what you start to feel good and you know i think that Kimberly, I think it's really cool what you do and the way that you approach um, everything that 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 you offer to your clients. Um, but I, I want to talk more about kind of why it's so important how you feel on the inside and and um, you know our our good uh, friend and and past mentor that passed away uh, a few years ago, R. Nelson Nash. He could always say that stress is the is the beginning of every disease and um and every disease and not ailment. Um uh, now I can't uh, now I can't think of what the way that he would say it, but but you put in uh your information that 
that health, vitality, and reducing stress just to help you be able to think clearly. And if it's all about how you think, then you got to make sure you're thinking clearly, right? Exactly. Very well, very well said, Joe. And so, so right tell me what in your 23 years of doing this, mm -hmm. or is, is it 23 years that you've been coaching people? Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. I mean, in, your, in your 23 years, tell me some of the common things that you see and, and then, and then pivot Kimberly to what you're seeing today with, um, I don't want to get into some of the craziness that we've seen over the last couple of years, but, but there's a lot of things that have happened that I think are stressing people out even more. Yes, exactly. Well, there is, there's a book, um, that's a heart math Institute book called transforming stress. And it says exactly what you just said. 98% of the reasons we go to the doctor are stress related. And uh, an MD that I met who helped me with my stress in the corporate world uh, suggested that I learn this part breathing to calm the body and the nervous system down quickly. So the heart is like the GPS of the body, and it sends twice as many messages up to the brain as the brain down. So the heart itself is a quick way to do some breathing and breathing in some gratitude. What we see from that is that the heart rate variability, the beat to beat per second of the heart, starts to go from erratic to calm and centered. And from that calm centered place of gratitude and breath, the heart tells the brain all is well. Uh, you know, I'm at the beach, you know, you're breathing in the waves. Then the brain tells the nervous system to calm down. We're in a peaceful place. So within a few minutes, we can reset our nervous system and go to the heart, which is the GPS of the body, but also they call the heart uh, the God point. They've figured out that when we are connected and centered in our heart, we are connected to the highest part of us and the heart's intelligence. So there's a little brain in the heart. So there's little neurons in your heart that match the neurons in your brain. But there's heart intelligence. So, you know, people like Einstein, Tesla, uh, Thomas Edison all took like little cat naps, you know, where they would kind of get out of their head for a minute and go to this infinite field where their ideas came to them. And so if, if we as leaders and um, just everyday people are stressed and want to be able to go quickly to a place that is calm and centered. It is the heart. And we all know gratitude uh, works. You know, we can focus on what we have. It's enough. Uh, but we don't always know. Like sometimes we do something and we, you know, we get it in the shower and we calm down a little bit and we have this brilliant idea, right? You know, it's like, oh, I know exactly what to do. <laughs> or we go for a walk or we wake up and we're like, oh, I've solved the problem. But it's like, well, how did I do that? So we don't always know where the first the switch to turn the stress off and right. the switch to turn on the intelligence and to connect to that higher part so that we then can have this infinite field to access for remembering, you know, remembering who we are as divine beings. You know, we're infinite love. 
Well, we forget that, right? When we get stressed and we're, you know, cut off in traffic or somebody gives us bad news, you know, so we don't always remember how to do that. So uh, there's some really cool research uh, that you can look at at heartmath.org about the connection to the heart and the brain. And uh, that's some pretty cool stuff to read. You want to check it out. Yeah, I want to make sure we put that in the show notes, Kimberly. So, you know, Kimberly, that's really cool. You know, the one thing that struck me, um, you know, I've got a lot of friends that are into uh, functional medicine and and I don't want to say, not, I'm just going to say non-traditional treatment. So when I was referred to you about heart math and Nick Costco first told me about it, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's like this voodoo thing. Got it, got it. And uh, I mean, I'm just being honest, right? And then yeah. you explained all of that to me. And I went to the, the, the heart math website and I'm like, wow, like, you know, the connection between the heart and the brain. And then, you know, you said something because... The Bible says that the Bible says, guard your heart because what if your heart becomes your thoughts and, or your, or your heart becomes your thoughts and your thoughts become your actions. Right. And there, exactly. you know, I'm not a good enough Bible scholar to tell you exactly where it says that, but that's what it says. And, uh, and what's, uh, what's cool about that is our thoughts are everything. So we don't guard our heart. And our thoughts get bad, then our actions get bad. And the decisions we make, you know, our lives are really the sum of the decisions that we make and how we take care of ourselves and everything else. And those decisions exactly. is you're just in this bad spiral and this bad habit. So if somebody's out there and they're like, okay, you know, I just, man, I'm overwhelmed. I just, I don't even know if I could do that. You know, like, like, where do you start people? That's a good question. I, I would say, you know, again, you're talking about scriptures. There's the be still and know that I'm God. Um, there is another one that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So just to be taking some time to be still. So, you know, like this morning, I was just looking at the hummingbird on the feeder and watching you know, that miracle and the flowers that were blooming. So if you can walk outside for a few minutes and see all the miracles uh, around you and breathe that in and just take a moment for yourself and recenter and connect. Uh, if you can use your breath or you can put your hand on your heart and just give thanks for what's good and the be still will give you the guidance you need to then be still and know. And that is our connection, you know. So it can just take a few minutes and we can then remember, you know, that I have this connection. I am guided. I can access this and I can choose how I now want to respond uh, with love or peace versus, you know, anger or frustration. Um, I, I do believe and am a big person on mindset, what you put in your mind, like we were talking about earlier. You know, Wayne Dyer used to say it's like an orange. And if you squeeze it, what's going to come out? Uh, orange juice. But it's like what if you put good things in your mind, then when you get squeezed, that is what is going to come out. You know, if someone stresses you out and you've 
had your moment to go out and listen and remember who you are, that you're an infinite being, that you are divine, um, that you can access the information you need to solve the problem. If you get still, we've all done it. You know, we've gone for a walk or we've had a moment of prayer and we have received guidance. That guidance is always there. It's, it's quicker to use the heart and our breath. Um, nature is a big piece of it, you know, going out and just, you know, so much of the day we're on computers or devices. We need to be able to just go out and connect and find that center and listen um, and make that time for ourselves, you know, that self-care to be able to take time for us first and put our put our health care, our well-being first. So then we have more energy for everyone else. You know, then we're coming from a more centered place. You know what I love about that is one of my favorite things to do. I live in Southwest Florida. So um, we have, uh, I'm grateful that we have the ability to go down to the beach in the evening and watch the sunset. And you'd be shocked at how many people are down there watching the sunset every night. And, oh, wow. you know, some nights there's a great sunset and it's maybe basic and other times it's complex and other times other clouds come in and, and maybe the rain comes in the summer and there is no sunset that you can see. But regardless, the feeling, the reason I like to do that is if I go down to the beach for an hour and I just chill and like you said you start to think and you start to feel gratitude and um by the time the sun sets and there's something uh symbolic or something um kind of magical about that sun setting and mm -hmm. um and how beautiful it is right before the sun sets right mm -hmm. and as the sun's setting and then you drive away and you get home and you feel like you know if your stress level was here you feel like it's down here and you, mm. you sleep better, all of those things. Uh, so I, I totally get the, what you're saying about get out in nature and feel that. Um, but, you know, like, I, and then I, what I really like is you have these techniques. Now I talked about heart math. Can you talk about a couple of the other techniques that you teach to help people get into this state of mind and state of being and, and get their heart where it needs to be. Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, so that's one tool uh, that's helped me. I, I like to give people tools and techniques they can use in the moment uh, because we're all busy and we're all pretty stressed, at, you know, right now. Uh, another technique that I use that is based on brain science, uh, a Harvard physician, Ron Rudin, created it. Uh, he wrote a book called When the Past is Always Present, uh, based on past experiences or what they call trauma. Trauma just means too much too fast for the brain. Well, we've all kind of had a little of that in the last couple of years. Uh, so the havening techniques are designed to help you, again, calm the nervous system and the brain down. Uh, it's very simple processes that you can use to, to, again, calm the body so that you can come from that centered place to choose how you would like to respond. Um, it just has simple movements where you're like, it looks like washing your hands like this. 
Uh, it helps to calm the brain. So they call this Prozac for the palms. Uh, the other part, you're going from the top of your shoulders to your elbow. And then the other is like the face. And these are all things we do naturally when we get stressed. You know, like you might be in a meeting and you see people kind of doing this or they're wringing their hands. Um, so we can just slowly do these things. Um, and you could even affirm, you know, peace, calm, uh, I am centered. Uh, but there's neuroscience to show that it actually calms the nervous system and the brain down so that we can um, feel better and powerfully choose. So that's uh, called havening. And that's uh, to put in a safe place is what the word havening means. And at havening.org, there's a lot of free tools that you can uh, look at. Uh, so that's another one that helps people. Uh, there's more to it, but that's the simple version that I just gave you that is uh, helpful to use. Um, I, I do really like to teach people uh, simple breathing techniques like the heart math or box breathing. The military uses that, the Navy SEALs. It's where you're just literally breathing in for four or five seconds, breathing out for four or five seconds, and then you're holding it for four or five seconds. Uh, so they call it box breathing. Mm -hmm. uh, just that process alone can help you to take a little time out with the breath and to be able to center your body again. Um, so that's another another tool that I like. Um, some of the tools and techniques I use do kind of require you to work with a practitioner, but there's a lot of free tools out there like uh, EFT, which is uh, Emotional Freedom Technique. I also call it tapping. Uh, if you go on YouTube, you can find free videos for that. Uh, Jack Canfield, who wrote uh, the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, but he also wrote um, some other books on leadership, how to get from where you are to where you want to be. And I used to get on a monthly coaching call with him. And he said EFT was the quickest way to release uh, emotions from the body so that we could center ourselves. And that's all free. You can go on uh, uh, the tapping uh, website. It's Nick Ortner. And you can get on there and it's all free stuff that you can learn. But that's a quick thing you can do to reset your system and feel better fast. That's yeah. very cool. Okay, so now I kind of have one question is, um, it's interesting, this book, so it's When the Past is Always Present by Ronald Rudin? Yeah. Okay. That's an expensive little book, but I mean, uh, maybe it's, well, it says first edition, but they want like, 50 bucks for that paperback. Isn't that interesting? Well, let me let me say another one then. 15 Minutes to Freedom uh, is written by Harry Pickens, and it's it kind of goes into all the havening techniques. Um, so that may that may be a better one. Um, well, I but, I'm not I'm not opposed to paying fifty dollars for a book if it's you know if it's good. I've read. I don't know if you ever read Peter Walker. Um, he has a book on complex PTSD, so like trauma, right? And right. um, and I really he has like thirteen because I think people react to trauma. One of the things that you're teaching is 
how to um, control that or respond instead of react, right? And, exactly. And he has like 13, you know, uh, things when you're triggered because trauma, uh, we, we are triggered by our trauma and, and then we react and we either freeze, fight, fawn, or, uh, let's see, it's flight or flight, freeze, fawn, or, or, uh, flight, freeze, fawn, or fight, fight, no, flight, flight or fight, then freeze and fawn, right? Everybody heard, has heard of, uh, uh, fight or flight, but the freeze and fawn, I think really interesting because I don't think most people realize they're doing that. Yeah. And it's based on past trauma, we get stuck in the amygdala and it replays that. Like say we have test anxiety. We go in and we say, I'm not good at tests. So the emotional brain, the amygdala says, we're not good at tests. We replay every time we fail the test. Now this heart breathing and some of the other tools I mentioned, get us out of the amygdala and up into the higher cortex. Then it says, uh, it reminds you of where the information you've studied for. So like you go, you turn the test in and you, you start remembering all the answers. Well, you're out of your emotional brain and you're in the higher cortex, which has all the information that you studied for. So stress makes us stupid. And we literally can't like remember that phone number or we're driving and somebody cuts us off and we can't remember how, where, where was I going? You know, so if we can get out of the emotional brain with the heart breathing or some of the other things we've talked about, we can go to the higher cortex and remember, okay, when of course, when we're in our heart and breathing or remembering the sunset you mentioned, then we can access all of it. It's like, Driving a, a stick shift, you know, where you're stuck in reverse <laughs> and right. you go to neutral with breathing and then maybe you're in sixth gear, which is where your intuition is. And you've now accessed all the infinite field of possibilities and, you know, you're not stuck in reverse. You know, you have power to choose which gear do I want to be in? Uh, so when you can learn tools that help you get out of the emotional amygdala, then you can free yourself up. And we've all experienced that, you know, where we literally feel frozen and I, you know, we can't think of another way and stress makes us stupid. It cuts off that access. I love that, uh, quote right there. Stress makes us stupid. And you know what? I have had, uh, uh, in September 28th of 2022, our house was destroyed in, uh, or mm. damaged, I shouldn't say destroyed, um, in um, Hurricane Ian. And we spent seven months mm. um, getting back into our house. I mean, it's still not, if you saw my house right now, um, there's, I don't know how many people in it right now working on my house. But but I'm back living here, thank goodness. And and but the stress of that, it does make you stupid. Because what it does, in my opinion, is you just you you really um you really just don't feel like yourself. And mm-hmm. um and it's hard to focus on the things that you need to focus on. And so um I totally get that. I think that is um a 100 percent accurate statement so i i like that stress makes us stupid 
And I was going to say, the power of imagination makes us infinite. So when we can, like you were talking about the sunset, and we feel that infinite love and that connection to the divine, we have limitless possibilities. And that is who we are. We are infinite love. And we are, we co-create with God. And we can create anything. All that field is possible. Rumi had a beautiful quote that said, uh, beyond the right doing and the wrong doing is a field, and I will meet you there. And when we can access that, we can remember who we are. We can create, co-create with God anything we want. It's limitless possibilities. But where we're in stress, we only see that one option versus all the options that are available to us that are infinite. Yeah, no, that's so, that's so cool. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's a lot to think about right there because, you know, um, I love how everything is connected, you know, your, your brain, the stress, because one of the things that I think that heart math does when you get done doing it for however long, and I guess the longer you do it, the, the better you get at it is you feel more centered, more calm, like you said, more ready for the rest of your day. So like if you came and you took a lunch break and part of that lunch break, you did heart math, you would be better prepared to tackle whatever challenges you were going to have the rest of the day. Exactly. And Jim, you can access it if you've already been there in the morning and you've done this breathing and you've been calm and centered by lunchtime if you've forgotten that it's easy to go back there it's kind of like you were just there you actually they say the neurons that fire together wire together so we can build the stress highway or we can build the peaceful highway and if we do that enough then we build a new pattern and the body says oh wait we have this other way in which we can go and you do it enough it becomes a habit right you know i know you talk a lot about habits and it's just a habit stress is a habit we can create another habit you know we can build that some research says 21 days some nasa research says 90 days to build a habit but uh either way we are our habits and if we want to change something we change our habits we can change our lives and that's all it is you know it's funny that you say that about um nasa because i always tell people i don't believe that you can you know, that you can forge a, a, a habit in 21 days. I think that it takes 90 days. I think you can, you can start to forge it in 90 and uh, 21 days. You can start to have that habit. You it's probably a little easier than not doing it. If you work out for 21 days, that 22nd day is going to be a lot easier than the 10th day. Right. But, mm. but to really need to do that habit where it's really ingrained in you, I think is closer to 90 days. And I think it's one of the reasons for the success of things like P90X and all of that kind of stuff is because, you know, you, that's when you see it, you start to see those results and the results like with that 90 days are kind of a little bit like a hockey stick. You know, it it is the compound effect. Uh, So Kimberly, people are in the audience. They're thinking, man, this is interesting. How do I learn more? Tell everybody where to find more information about you and the techniques you're talking about. Yeah, thank you. Um, My website, which is inspirewellness.net, 
has uh, my information, also has my Infinite Energy Program, which is a 12-week program on how to transform your life in mind, body, and spirit to uh, be able to live your life's passion and do a lot of what we were talking about. And that's uh, on that website. Um, then there is uh, the heartmath.org site that we mentioned that might be helpful or havening.org, which may also be another tool people can use. Uh, there's links to those sites on my website. So if you want to just go there to inspirewellness.net, then you can find those links as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And the, the tw tell us a little bit about the 12 week course. What do you because that I think that's really cool. I can't remember now when we did the heart math thing. It was we met every week. We we you walked us through it. We did exercises and there was a workbook. So tell us a little bit about the 12 week course. Yeah, it starts with looking at what lights you up. Uh, we look at what it is that really lights your heart up help you get in the flow of life and to listen to your inner voice. So um, what brings you joy? Those are connections to your life purpose. Then we really get into, well, what are you here to do? How are you living your life? Well, how would you like to be living it? Uh, then we create a life and wellness plan, a vision for your life uh, to use those passions in your vision so that your soul feels more connected and on purpose. Uh, we get in next to nutrition, look about what you're putting in your body. Uh, the next piece is uh, about moving your body. So you have endless energy, you know, are you getting out and moving your body and, and making it fun? I believe in exercise. It's fun, not a drudgery. <laughs> Uh, the next piece is the mindset. So we work on uh, the things we talked about, the neuroscience uh, of the mindset and uh, looking at some of those past habits and fears and how to release those. Uh, then we get into self-care and greater calm. Uh, then our relationships. How do we want to be with people? How do we want to be remembered? Um, the next piece is how to tap into endless energy clarity and joy and to feel fabulous. Uh, uh, module 10 is about life balance, how you work and play and to have that be easy. You know, what if we could have more rest and therefore work from a place of ease, grace and ease. Like I said, Einstein and Thomas Edison did that. They took catnaps and they worked from a place of ease. And then finding a community that supports you with that, people that are also on that path, you know, like your um, folks that listen to your podcast, you know, people of like mindset. And then actually the last module 12 is living that, living your passion and feeling energized and on purpose uh, so that you can live that plan um, and have people that support you on it. I believe accountability is really important. So having a coach or a mentor, somebody that holds you accountable. Yeah, no, that's very cool. Yeah. Well, Kimberly, that's a lot of information in a short little period of time there, but uh, we probably could talk about feeling better and performing better all day long. And I'm sure you have information that you could share. And uh, but, but as we kind of wrap up, Kimberly, I have a question for you. If God came down from heaven, and only allows you to retain the knowledge you've received from one book, 
what would that book be? Not the Bible. That's such a hard question because I love to read and, and I read a lot. So You um, can have two, Kimberly, because I like you. If there's two, you can... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, The Course in Love is about choosing love over fear. Um, mm. So I, I read that a lot because it is a constant reminder to choose love over fear. Uh, so I would certainly pick that because... I do read that a lot. It it does help me to be reminded of, you know, when we go and we leave here, we what are we taking with us is our love and our love is in it. So um, that's course in love. Um, So I definitely feel that has helped me a lot. Um, And I'm, I'm sitting here staring at this book the science of stuff. Uh, but it, it is one of the best books that I have found. Uh, this is Britt Frank, and she is giving breakthrough tools to help you move forward. So she talks about why we get stuck and how to move forward. And it's pretty powerful. Uh, and you can pick this little book up and you don't have to read the whole thing, but you can open it and wherever you land, it's helpful. So it's Little tiny ways to help you move forward in life versus being stuck. But she explains why we get stuck and how how to move past it. Uh, and, and I've found it to be very powerful in helping my clients and myself. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing those two books and sharing your time with us today. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you, audience. I hope that Kimberly's given you a lot to think about. I can definitely endorse um, Kimberly and her and her heart map stuff that I've done. I know that it works. And, you know, this was like, I think the third time in eight years that I've known Costco that he's been right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank, thank you, audience, for listening. And uh, we're going to wrap this up like we always do with the incredible words of Earl Nightingale. So take it away, Earl. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.